Welcome to Sardisms, where we take great ideas and put them together to have great conversations. The ghosts of Quizmas's past requested a third edition of what's becoming our annual Sard Quizmas. Support team member Jolly Old St. Christy is here to host us at this year's Quizmas. Good luck! Without further ado, let's get on with Quizmas. So the first round we're going to do, I have titled Christmas is All Around Us. Now that is a film round. Uh, and it's going to be based very heavily around the fantastic Christmas film that is Love Actually. And I know that that is going to be an incredibly divisive point, and that's what I live to do. So. Defined. <laughs> Epic. I'm going to be giving Best you film. the name of a character and a film or TV series that that character was in. I need you to name the actor or actress that played that character. By sheer coincidence, that person was also in the film Love Actually. Okay, so that narrows down the field immediately and it should become easier after question one as I ask. Question one, who played Mr. Bean in Mr. Bean's Holiday? Am I being really thick? What's that got to do with Love Actually? Well, the person who played Mr. Bean in Mr. Bean's Holiday... Oh, yes. ...was in love, actually. Okay, shopping mall. Oh, God, yeah. ...for the next 14. Got it. Thanks. (laughs) Good, good. Question two. Who played Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead? Question three. Who played Hans Gruber in Die Hard? And of course, all of these people were also in the film Love Actually. Question four. Who played Miss Trunchbull in the 2022 film version of Matilda? I'm trying to make my audio as podcast friendly as possible without Ambrose knocking down my entire house. Question five. Who played Qui-Gon Jinn in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace? If you ever find yourself stuck, just plump for anyone else who was in the film, love, actually. It's a reasonably small pool of people. Hopefully. I always find these questions really difficult at this quiz. Can I just say that? Yeah, yeah. Already, that, I'm stumped already. That's it. I might as well just, I might just listen in. You're just, you're just here. Brilliant. <laughs> Naomi is very upset that she knows so much about the film. Of course, love actually divides the uh, employeeship of Saad heavily down the middle. It is a very mimetic film. Question six. Who plays Dan Truman in Armageddon? Question seven. Who plays John Watson in the TV series Sherlock? If you do notice me going off camera in a couple of seconds, it's because the dog has just brought down my pyjamas. And I might have to steal them back off of him. Question eight, who plays King George VI in The King's Speech? Question nine, who played Humphrey Goodman in Death in Paradise? Question ten is looking for who played Phoenix Buchanan in Paddington 2. Five more to go, there's 15 in this round. just because of the huge cast of the film, Love Actually. Question 11, who plays Stacy Shipman in Gavin and Stacy? 
Question 12 is looking for who played Solomon Northup in 12 Years a Slave? Question 13 is who played Elizabeth Bennett in Pride and Prejudice? Lots of big names in this film. Lots of big names in this film. Less so. Question 14. Who plays Tiffany Raymond in EastEnders? And question 15 is looking for who plays Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. Okay, so that is all 15 questions in this round. I'm just going to quickly run through 1 to 15 again. Question 1 was looking for who plays Mr. Bean in Mr. Bean's Holiday. Question 2, who plays Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead? Question 3, who plays Hans Gruber in Die Hard? Question 4 is who plays Miss Trunchbull in the 2022 film version of Matilda? Question 5 is who plays Qui-Gon Jinn in Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace? Question 6 is who plays Dan Truman in Armageddon? Question 7, who is John Watson in Sherlock? Question 8 is King George VI in The King's Speech? Question 9 is who played Humphrey Goodman in Death in Paradise? Question 10 was Phoenix Buchanan in Paddington 2? Question 11, Stacey Shipman in Gavin and Stacey. Question 12 was Solomon Northup in 12 Years a Slave. Question 13, Elizabeth Bennett in Pride and Prejudice. Question 14 was who played Tiffany Raymond in EastEnders. And 15 was who played Davy Jones in Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. What a beautiful round. Thank you, Christine. I assume wrestling next. <laughs> I can guarantee there is no wrestling in this round um, uh, or any of the future ones. I'm out then. So, shall we do some answers then? Right, we'll go through from 1 to 15. Question 1, hope you got this one. Mr. Bean was Rowan Atkinson. Question 2, I'm looking for Andrew Lincoln. Question 3, Alan Rickman. Question four, Emma Thompson plays Miss Trunchbull in Matilda. Question five, Qui-Gon Jinn is played by Liam Neeson. Question six, we're looking for Billy Bob Thornton, who played the US president in Love Actually. John Watson in Sherlock is Martin Freeman. King George VI in The King's Speech was played by Colin Firth. Question nine, I'm looking for Chris Marshall. Question 10, one of the finest acting performances ever from Hugh Grant in Paddington 2. Question 11, was Joanna Page, who plays Stacey in Gavin and Stacey? Question 12, Solomon Northup is Chiwetel Ejiofor. Question 13, Kieran Knightley. Question 14, Martine McCutcheon. And question 15, Bill Nye. I'm not going to go on about scores too often, but did anyone get 15 there? Because that would be upsetting. I'm really upset that I got 15. A 15, that's... I got 14. That yeah. big band, big fan of that movie. Hey, whoever that is. Very, nice. Very much the opposite. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> but concerning them. 
She's lying, Matt. She's lying. She loves it. It's her favourite film. So if ever you want to buy Naomi a present, it's got to be Love Actually related. We'll move on to round two. This one is called, I reckon they probably know it's Christmas by now. Uh, this is going to be a music round, which is going to be, in some cases, loosely themed around Band-Aid and the contributing members. Only 10 questions in this round. And the first one coming now. Question one. Tony Hadley, a member of Spandau Ballet, had a memorable stint on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here in 2015, alongside Chris Eubank, Lady Campbell, and Duncan Bannatyne. Which musician who was also part of Band-Aid was a contestant this year? In short, who was on Band-Aid and in I'm a Celebrity this year? Question two. I'm looking for either of the two co-writers responsible for the song Do They Know It's Christmas. There are no extra points for getting both, so just one of the two co-writers for that song by Band-Aid. You're not getting an extra point for the more obscure one. Well, no. No. Hey, Phil, stop trying to harvest points. Question three. Bono, the lead singer of U2, shares his nickname with the goalkeeper for the Moroccan football team. I told you it was tenuous. Moroccan football team just made their way to the semi-final of the 2022 World Cup. How many African nations had made it that far before this year? Guessing Brian will know this. There'll be a quick pause while I go and wrestle some trousers off of my dog. Please make sure this is not edited out, Mariah. This is top quality podcast content. It is just me promising hilarious things off camera. Why aren't you a dog wearing trousers? No, no, I wasn't stealing them back because they didn't suit him. It was because he stole them. Hey, we got the same joke. There we go. What a company. Question four. George Michael, one of the most notable singers on the record, sadly passed away on Christmas Day, but can you tell me which year? No. Okay, um, I'll rephrase that. <laughs> Write down which year or else. Question five. And speaking of George Michael, immediately after his first part of the song, in comes Simon Le Bon. What band is he from? Megan, are you singing this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My thinking is that if I can recognise the voice in the song in my head, I might be able to work out what band he's in. Nice. Yeah. I only know it because my sister tortured me with them for years when I grew up. Question six. In which film did David Bowie play Jareth, the Goblin King? Again, for anyone understanding the question, it's because he was on Band-Aid. There we go. We're all getting it. Question seven. Siobhan Fahey, Karen Woodward and Sarah Dallin were all part of the record. Which group were they primarily members of? Siobhan Fahey, Karen Woodward and Sarah Dallin were all part of the record. Which group are they primarily members of? Are the younger members on this call pulling faces for a reason when those questions come up? Because they 
You know who I'm talking about. You know what you just did. I was thinking way too young to even know who they are. Yeah, I think maybe because they weren't born <laughs> when it happened. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. I was still a good 13 years off. So. The face was, was like, <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I was thinking of where the names sound like they're from. As long as written down like the Supremes, I think we're all in the right region. Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> we'll move on to question eight. Holly Johnson member of Frankie Goes to Hollywood was part of Band-Aid, guaranteeing the number one slot over Christmas. But which Christmas-themed song by his own band, that being Frankie Goes to Hollywood, was therefore only able to top the charts for one week? Managed to knock himself off the number one in the charts through having a small part in Band-Aid. Question nine, which Beatle is on the record? Do they know it's Christmas? A one in four chance, and if you know your history, you've got a one in three chance. I'm now multitasking and wrestling these trousers back off the dog. I cannot have this be a theme of the quiz. Uh, question 10 to finish off the round. Which member of Genesis was part of the song? Was it Peter Gabriel or was it Phil Collins? Okay, so I'm going to quickly run through those 10 questions uh, in case anyone needs them repeated, uh, sometimes in shorter words than last time. Okay, so question one it was about I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out of Here with Tony Hadley. Which musician who was also part of Band-Aid was a contestant this year? Question two was, can you name either of the two co-writers responsible for Do They Know It's Christmas? Question three was about the Moroccan football team and how many other African nations had made it to the semi-finals prior to this year. Question four was, uh, George Michael sadly passed away on Christmas Day. Can you tell me which year? Question five, uh, immediately after George Michael's first part of the song, in comes Simon Le Bon. Which band is he from? Question six, in which film did David Bowie play Jareth, the Goblin King? Question seven, Siobhan Fahey, Karen Woodward and Sarah Dallin were all part of the record. Which group are they primarily members of? Question eight was Holly Johnson, member of Frankie Goes to Hollywood, managed to knock himself off number one. Which song by Frankie Goes to Hollywood was that? Question nine, which Beatle? was part of the record, and question 10, which member of Genesis was it Peter Gabriel or Phil Collins? Okay, so the answer to question one, were who partook in Simon Celebrity Get Me Out of Here this year? That would be Boy George, who of course was second to come in on the song, Do They Know It's Christmas? Paul Young. Question two, I need either Bob Geldof or Midjur. Question three, how many other African nations have made it to the semi-finals before this year? Zero. Big old goose egg. Absolutely none. Well done, Morocco. Shame about yesterday. Question four, George Michael passed away on Christmas Day 2016. 2016, of course, that year where it seemed everyone uh, passed away. Question five, uh, Simon Le Bon is a member of Duran Duran. Question six, David Bowie played Jareth in Labyrinth. 
Question seven, Siobhan Fahey, Karen Woodward and Sarah Dallin were all members of Bananarama. Question that's still, eight. That's still a no from Megan, is it? <laughs> I haven't got a clue. I could just, yeah. I had that and changed it. To I suddenly it. feel really old. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Siobhan Fahey was, of course, Shakespeare's sister as well, but that wasn't so much a band as just her on her own. Question eight, the song by Frankie Goes to Hollywood was The Power of Love. Question nine, the Beatle on the record, Paul McCartney. And question 10, which member of Genesis? It was Phil Collins. 50% chance on that one. I can't believe I picked the wrong Beatle. Yeah, I picked the wrong Beatle as well. I thought it'd be too obvious. It's fine to get the the one that wasn't alive at the time. That's considered considered a boob. No, it was a live Beatle. Just that right one. George. Yeah, me too. Well, we should get a point because we got the same answer. So, because we can just identify beetles. <laughs> yeah. I know who the beetles are. Points, please. <laughs> round three is a round which I've tried twice before, and it has worked and been appreciated. Uh, this time, it is called High Rollers. The premise of this round is. With luck on your side, you can end this round after 10 questions with 20 points. But if luck is against you, you may end the round on minus 10. For each question, I'm going to be asking you to name one member of a famous five song. For example, if I said, can you name one of the five senses? Those being sight, touch, taste, hearing, smell. One of those answers I have decided arbitrarily is worth two points and one of those answers is worth minus one point every other correct answer is just worth the one so there's some traps and there's some bonuses in there okay it's all very arbitrary don't try and read too much into the psychology of it and we'll go through in the answers about the maths behind it but essentially you could be correct and still be incorrect an incorrect answer isn't worth anything but you stand no chance of losing anything Question one. As of today, not Sunday, I need you to name one winner of the FIFA Men's World Cup in the 21st century. One country that has won the FIFA Men's World Cup since the year 2000. Yep. Faces of I know an answer, but I have no idea whether that one's going to be the trap that I fall in or whether I'm going to be getting bonus points out of this. this I, is I don't you... think that's Mariah's face. I think Mariah's face is what are you on about? Good, good. Okay, that's question one. I hope everyone's written down one of those. Question two, I need you to write down one of the Spice Girls. Either their real name or their nickname. That's not going to be too much of a problem. Question three. I need you to write down one of the oceans of the world. In all of these, there are five to pick from. Three of them will be worth one point. One will be worth two, but one will see you lose a point. Pause as he's stolen the other half of my pajamas. This is officially becoming the best Christmas ever. 
just because of the dog and the because of the treachery of my own hound. Grand. Okay, question four. I need you to name one member of the Simpson household. One of the five Simpsons that live at 742 Evergreen Terrace. Has the dog been on, on the camera yet? I've not seen it. Uh, he is heavier than last year, but we can we can see where the world takes us. I think the currently okay. ruffling through the drawers upstairs. Is not, I assume that getting the pyjamas out of your chest of drawers, not... Well, from on top of the pillow, you, you attribute too much tidiness to me. Uh, but then bringing them down and then parading them in front of me in some sort of rude act, some sort of parade of look at what I can do. Question five. I'm looking for one of the chess pieces in the back row. Only five different types, so I just need you to name one. Question six. Can you name me one of the winners of a golden ticket in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Obviously, one of them has been given to you, but it's up to you to work out whether that's going to be worth any points. Or whether I'm bluffing. Or whether I'm double bluffing. Question seven. I'm after one of the cards in a royal flush in poker. Were they all of the same suit? So the suit doesn't matter. I just need, I just need the value of the cards in a royal flush in poker. Can I say I love how confused Megan's looking right now? Again, I don't I think this is going to be my face for the uh, majority. Cool. <laughs> Can we have some questions about reality TV next year, maybe, or <laughs> something? I, I asked who someone played in EastEnders. I feel like that's really where my, my thing is. I got that one. And, uh, and that one about <laughs> celebrity, of course. Although tenuously linked. Question celebrity, eight. Ce- celebrity, um, sorry, reality TV after Bananarama, of course. Yes, reality TV post Bananarama was a very post Bananarama. Yeah. Question eight: I'm looking for one of the members of the gang that travel in the mystery machine. There's a fake sixth one. That's not an answer. It's not worth any points. I'm just letting you know. Question nine. I'm after one of the colours of the Olympic rings. And question 10, to finish off the round. I'm looking for the name of any of the pieces in the game Battleships. And again, you may have been given one, but it's up to you to work out whether that's going to be worth any points, or whether I'm bluffing, or whether I'm double bluffing. Okay, hopefully you've all got one written down in all of those categories. I'm going to go through them again. Uh, Question one was, as of today, not Sunday, one of the winners of the FIFA Men's World Cup in the 21st century, one of the nations. Question two, I'm looking for one of the Spice Girls. Question three, an ocean of the world. Question four, a member of the Simpson household. Question five, one of the chess pieces in the back row. Question six, a winner of a golden ticket in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Question seven, a card and a royal flush in poker. Were they all of the same suit? 
Question eight, a member of the gang that travel in the mystery machine. Question nine, one of the colors of the Olympic rings. And question 10, one of the pieces in the game battleships. Now, here's where the honor system really comes in. Okay. For question one, if you have written down Brazil, Spain, or France, that is worth one point. If you have written down Germany, please take off a point. Minus one point. I hate this game. Italy, that is worth two points. Italy is worth two points. Absolutely. This is the worst round you've ever done, and I hate it. <laughs> What's wrong with Germany? Why did you pick Germany? Again, they're very arbitrary. Well, let's not have this uh, this sort of accusations of favouritism against the Spice Girls or the members of the Simpsons household either. Uh, but also because I thought they were the ones that people would go for. Question two, the Spice Girls. If you have written down Ginger Spice or Jerry, Sporty Spice or Mel C, or Scary Spice, Mel B, one point. If you have written down Baby Spice or Emma Bunton, that is worth two points. If you've gone for Posh Spice, Spice, Posh Spice or Victoria Beckham, please remove a point. Phil, have you been caught out twice? No, I, I luckily put Sporty for this one, so I'm, I'm on zero for the round, thanks. Nice. No, I've got one. Two correct answers worth zero points. Question three, Oceans of the World. If you have written down the Indian Ocean, please give yourself two points. If you've written down the Arctic, Southern or Pacific Ocean, please give yourself one point. And if you've said the Atlantic Ocean, that is minus one point. I take it back. It's actually genius. Well done. Carry on. No, oh, I really hate you now. Like, <laughs> hate you now. I've learned so much. Um, it, it goes without saying, if you've written down something which I didn't say, that's worth nothing. That's no way of sort of getting around this. If you've just written down gravy for all three of them, that's not going to be worth anything. Gravy Spice was the sixth Spice Girl. Question four. Members of the Simpson household, if you've written down Homer Simpson, give yourself two points. If you've written down Marge, Bart, or Lisa Simpson, that's worth one point. Maggie Simpson is minus one. Caught you out with the reverse there. Caught you all out. Question five, the chess pieces. If you've written king or knight or rook or castle, those being the same thing, that is worth one point. If you put queen, that's minus one point. If you've got bishop, that is worth two. Completely unrelated, but Christy, I think you're due an appraisal tomorrow. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. that was sudden. I feel like my last one was only a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Question six, the winners of the golden tickets in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. If you've got Charlie Bucket, what a brave decision, or Veruca Salt or Violet Beauregard, that is worth one point. Augustus Gloop, please take off one point. And if you've gone for Mike TV, that is worth two. Question seven, the cards and a royal flush in poker. If you've gone for Jack, take off a point. If you've gone for Queen, King or Ace, give yourself a point. 
And if you put 10, that's worth two. So were they all the same suit? Were they all spades? The ten of spades, jack of spades, queen of spades, king of spades, ace of spades. That would be a royal flush. Question eight. The members of the mystery machine, the Scooby gang. If you've written Scooby-Doo, lose a point. If you've gone for Fred, Velma or Shaggy, give yourself one point. If you put Daphne, that's worth two. Question nine is the colours of the Olympic rings. Red, blue, yellow, all worth one. Green, minus one. Black, two points. And to finish the round off, pieces in the game, battleships. If you've gone for battleship, take a point off. Take a point off, that's not trying. If you put aircraft carrier, cruiser, or destroyer, give yourself a point. And if you put submarine, that's worth two. What a horrible or lovely round, depending on your point of view there. Can I just say, I've never seen anyone celebrate quite as hard as Chris is celebrating right now for those last two questions. (laughs) So that round scores anywhere between minus 10 and 20. Anything over 10 is considered quite good luck. We've got two more rounds to go. This one is called Lucky Dip Connections. The first nine questions are going to be general knowledge. The tenth is going to be looking for a connection between the nine answers that you've put down. I'm not going to give you any clues beyond saying this is one of the more Christmassy rounds we've got. Not necessarily in questions. Okay, let's go straight on. Question one. And we're just looking for straight up answers to these general knowledge questions. What colour is the recently opened Elizabeth line on the tube map? Question two. In C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, what food does the White Witch use to entice Edmund into doing her bidding? Probably quite difficult to try and work out any sort of pattern so far with only two questions down, but remember that ultimately you're looking for a connection between the first nine. Question three. In the reasonably recent Conservative leadership elections, which candidate first came third in the race won by Liz Truss before coming second in the race won by Rishi Sunak? Question four. Which female comedian, most notable for being a grumpy old woman and then a loose woman, is signed up to take part in the next season of Taskmaster, season 15? Which female comedian, most notable for being a grumpy old woman and then a loose woman, is signed up to take part in the next season of Taskmaster, that being season 15? And if anyone doesn't yet watch Taskmaster, get on with it. That was a shameless plug, then not sponsored uh, in the uh, podcast, but should they wish to, you know the medical revalidation company, they're just waiting for that sweet, sweet dollar. Question five. Which James Bond film, the third in the franchise's history, was the first to include the Korean manservant Odd Job and featured a memorable opening theme sung by Dame Shirley Bassey? That was me sort of blinding you with words, but really, 
Which James Bond film, the third in the franchise's history, was the first to include the Korean manservant on job and a memorable opening theme sung by Dame Shirley Bassey? Five questions down. If anyone's starting to sense a theme, be ready for question 10, which is going to be what is the connection between those answers. Question six. What color, translated from Spanish, is naranja? What color, translated from Spanish, is naranja? Question seven. Which character and Minister for Magic did Robert Hardy portray in the Harry Potter films? Which character and Minister for Magic did Robert Hardy portray in the Harry Potter films? Started in the third one all the way through to the sixth. Question eight. Which letter-based TV game show hosted by Bob Holness was associated with the frequent catchphrase, Can I have a pee, please, Bob? Which letter-based TV game show hosted by Bob Holness was associated with the frequent catchphrase, Can I have a pee, please, Bob? Question nine, final general knowledge question. What is the name of the region of the North Atlantic Ocean associated with mysterious disappearances of ships and aircraft? So that's all nine, and you already know that question 10, what is the connection between the nine previous answers? I'm seeing at least some confident faces that feel like that went in their favor. I'm seeing some not at all confident faces that wish they were anywhere else. The confidence was more from guessing question 10 by like question six, as opposed yeah. to actually getting the individual questions right. <laughs> yeah, I thought I guessed it and then some of them don't match. So either I've got that wrong or the questions wrong. Hmm. Just to remind you of the the brief half clue I said, which is that this is one of the more Christmassy rounds, albeit not necessarily in the questions. Okay, I'm going to quickly run through all those once more. Question one was, what colour is the recently opened Elizabeth line on the tube map? Question two was, in C.S. Lewis's The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, what food does the White Witch use to entice Edmund into doing her bidding? Question three, in the recent Conservative leadership elections, which candidate came third in the race won by Liz Truss before coming second in the race won by Rishi Sunak? Question four, which female comedian, most notable for being a grumpy old woman and then a loose woman, is signed up to take part in the next season of Taskmaster, season 15? Question five, which James Bond film, lots of words, featured a memorable opening theme song by Dame Shirley Bassey? Question six, what color translated from Spanish is naranja? Question seven, which character and Minister for Magic did Robert Hardy portray in the Harry Potter films? Question eight, which letter-based TV game show hosted by Bob Holness was associated with the frequent catchphrase, can I have a pee please, Bob? Question nine, what is the name of the region of the North Atlantic Ocean associated with mysterious disappearances of ships and aircraft? And question 10, what is the connection between the nine previous answers? Let's go through them. Question one, the Elizabeth line on the tube map is purple. 
Question two. In The Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe, the White Witch uses Turkish delight to entice Edmund into doing her bidding. Question three. The Conservative leadership. Third place, then second place. Penny Mordant. Question four. The female comedian, Jenny Eclair. Question five. The James Bond film, the third in the franchise, Dame Shirley Bassey, was Goldfinger. Question six. Naranja is orange. And this is where we think Megan got the connection. Question seven. Robert Hardy portrayed Cornelius Fudge in the Harry Potter films. Question eight. The TV show hosted by Bob Holness was Blockbusters. Question nine, the North Atlantic Ocean, the Bermuda Triangle. And then for question 10, I'll leave it up to you. Who thinks they got it? Yeah, yeah. I think so, though. Fire away. Mm. Quality Street. Yeah. Absolutely. They are the names of the Quality Street. Yeah. We've got Purple, the purple one. Turkish Delight, which is Strawberry Delight. Penny Morden, a Toffee Penny. <laughs> Jenny Eclair, which is Coconut Eclair. Goldfinger, which is Toffee Finger. Orange, orange crunch or orange creme. Two orange ones in there. Question seven was Cornelius Fudge for the one named Fudge. Blockbusters for the milk chop block. And man, putting that into a question was tough. The Bermuda Triangle, which is the green triangle. And the one that went unmentioned. I'm not going to put a bonus point out there. Three, two. It was the caramel swirl. And man, did I spend a long time trying to Google the word swirl to see if there was any way of putting that in. The final round, I always try and do a reasonably sad round. This one is tenuous at best. This round is called Recycling. Uh, this final round is made up of questions that admittedly are pre-loved. They're still good and you're being wasteful. The first 10 were all used in Triviaectomy, our fundraising quiz for Kent and Medway Medical School. But since time has passed and many of you weren't able to make it and those who were there didn't necessarily do very well, I reckon all is still fair game here. The first five are from the round Law and Order UK, but not the 2009-2014 TV show starring Bradley Walsh. This round was about the obscure laws of the United Kingdom. I need, I'm going to say a law out loud, and I need you to identify whether it is A, currently a UK law, or B, no longer a law in the UK, but it was at one time, or C, it was never a law in the UK. So all you need to do is write down A, B, or C. A meaning it is currently a UK law. B, it is no longer a law in the UK, but it was at one time. And C, never a law, you made it up. Five of these, then another five from another round, and then another five from another round. There's 15 overall to go until the end. So. The first one from the round on law and order. Can you identify whether this one is currently a law, no longer a law, or never a law? All English males over the age of 14 are required to carry out two hours of longbow practice every week, supervised by the local clergy. All English males over the age of 14 are required to carry out two hours of longbow practice every week, supervised by the local clergy. 
I need you to write whether that is A, currently a UK law. B, I think I've made this clear. B, no longer a law in the UK, but it was at one time. C, never a law in the UK. Good, good, good. Question two. London taxi drivers must ask all passengers whether they have smallpox or the plague. A, B, or C. Question three. It is illegal to mine or attempt to mine plutonium without permission of the Home Secretary. Question four. It is illegal to eat mince pies on Christmas Day in England. It is illegal to eat mince pies on Christmas Day in England. It should be. I'm glad you are not a lawmaker. Question five. It is illegal to put squirrels down your pants for the purposes of gambling. It is illegal to put squirrels down your pants for the purposes of gambling. We'll now move on to the second five. We'll come back to answers once we've done all the questions. The second five are from the round crisps and nibbles. You'll notice that there is a definite pattern to these ones. So the next, the first question of the round, crisps and nibbles. There's five again in this round. What flavour crisps come in a blue packet of walkers? What flavour crisps come in a blue packet of walkers? Question two. What flavour crisps are the contents of a yellow packet of Monster Munch? What flavour are a yellow packet of Monster Munch? A lot of people second-guessing themselves in this round, going, this seems so straightforward. Mandela affecting themselves. Question three. What flavour crisps are the contents of a pink tube of Pringles? A pink tube of Pringles. Question four. What flavour hula hoops come in a purple packet? Hula hoops in a purple packet. What flavour? And question five. What flavour crisps come in a blue packet of McCoys? A blue packet of McCoys. Okay, we're going to move on to the final five questions, and these are all from the round Christie's Pulled a Cracker. This one is from last year's Quizmas. Christmas 2, Mistletoe and Stew. So if anyone has been revising from last year, then these are just being reused. These are all based on cracker jokes. I just need you to give me the punchline. The first one, what do you get if you eat too many Christmas decorations? Finish off the Christmas joke. And it can be a perfectly fine joke, but it really does have to be what I've written down. Unless you come up with something that is way better. Which is going to be a challenge, because... We'll move on to the second question of this bit. Uh, how much did Santa pay for his sleigh? How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Third question. What was the snowman doing in the greengrocers? Really reverse engineering some jokes, making them even less funny than they were in the first place. Great fun. Question four. What is the difference between the regular alphabet and the Christmas alphabet? 
the difference between the regular alphabet and the Christmas alphabet. And question five. I got my friend a fridge for Christmas. What is the other half of that joke? I got my friend a fridge for Christmas. Okay. Quick repeat of all 15. Question one. All English males over the age of 14 are to carry out two hours of longbow practice every week supervised by the local clergy. Is that still a law, no longer a law, or never a law? Question two. London taxi drivers must ask all passengers if they have smallpox or the plague. Question three. It is illegal to mine or attempt to mine plutonium without permission of the Home Secretary. Question four. It is illegal to eat mince pies on Christmas Day in England. Question five, it is illegal to put squirrels down your pants for the purposes of gambling. Question six, the flavor of crisps in a blue packet of walkers. Question seven, the crisps in a yellow packet of monster munch. Question eight, the crisps in a pink tube of Pringles. Question nine, what flavor hula hoops are in a purple packet? Question 10, a blue packet of McCoys. What flavor be it? Final five, what do you get if you eat too many Christmas decorations Question 12, how much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Next one, what was the snowman doing in the greengrocers? 14, what's the difference between the regular alphabet and the Christmas alphabet? And 15, I got my friend a fridge for Christmas. Okay, any repeats needed from those 15? Answers time. Question one, all English males over the age of 14 are to carry out two hours of longbow practice every week supervised by the local clergy. That is still law. That dates back from the Middle Ages when there was no army and it's just never been repealed. So that is A. Or still a law, however you've written it down. Have you not done it? Then you not. You... I've been keeping up, I don't break laws. Yeah, me too. Question two, London taxi drivers must ask all passengers if they have smallpox or the plague. That is still law. That is according to the Public Health Control of Disease Act of 1984, despite the fact that smallpox had been eradicated seven years prior to that, in 1977. So if you should A, well, that is still law, that is correct. Matt would indeed have known that one. But you have England, or UK, I should say, what are they called? Question three, it is illegal to mine or attempt to mine plutonium without permission of the Home Secretary. That's made up. Good luck mining plutonium with or without permission from Suella Braverman. C. Question four, it is illegal to eat mince pies on Christmas Day in England. That's no longer a law. Introduced by Oliver Cromwell, but repealed by Charles II around 1660. B, no longer a law. And question five, it is illegal to put squirrels down your pants for the purposes of gambling. That is not UK law. That is an existing law in Springfield, USA, i.e. in The Simpsons. Surely animal abuse is against... <laughs> not in those words. Hmm. Not in those words. It's a C. <laughs> now for some crisps. Blue packet of walkers. Cheese and onion. Yellow packet of Monster Munch, roast beef. Pink tube of Pringles, prawn cocktail. Purple packet of hula hoops, smoky bacon. And a blue packet of McCoys, salt and malt vinegar. Cheese and onion, roast beef, prawn cocktail, smoky bacon, salt and malt vinegar. 
the final five, the jokes. What do you get if you eat too many Christmas decorations? You get tinselitis. Tinselitis. Or bubonic plague. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the uh, joining in. I'm not going to give a point for bubonic plague. I'm a harsh taskmaster. This is known. Question How much did Santa pay for his sleigh? Nothing. It was on the house. Have we got all We had loads. Absolutely loads of punchlines. Great. Fire away with some of them. Oh, I no. don't think they meant loads of punchlines. I think they meant he paid loads of money. Oh, that's neither accurate or funny. A good try. I was trying really hard to formulate something around something, something too dear, but I couldn't make it work. <laughs> oh dear. That 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 could have worked potentially. Uh, what was the snowman doing in the greengrocers? Picking his nose. Just generally agreement, I think, on that one. Good, good. Question 14. What's the difference between the regular alphabet and the Christmas alphabet? Noel. Noel. This is top quality podcast content. Me doing jokes to utter silence from a Zoom crowd. Fantastic. Sorry, teams. Not sponsored. Question 15, the final one. I got my friend a fridge for Christmas. Their face lit up when they opened it. Yeah, you see. Pointed out the utter silence. Fab stuff. Um, okay. Longer than that. Is that all right? Questions. Can we get some cumulative totals from the five rounds? There is a maximum of that 17. If we're not going to get any further results in. We're going to declare Lucy the winner. Well done, Lucy. Nothing in utter silence. Yay. <laughs> Is that consecutive wins from Lucy? I think it could be. It could well be. Nonetheless, that is the end of Christmas week. Thank you for joining us for our third edition of Quizmas. It was great to get together while laughing through those difficult questions. A huge thank you to Jolly Old St. Christy for hosting us this year. Let us know your score on Twitter at SARJV and use hashtag SARDQuizmas. Until next time, have a great holiday season. Quizmas.